Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready? Welcome to Radio Grognard, King Size, the OSR podcast with more stuff with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya folks, old man Grognard here. Hope you're all doing well. It's a nice day. Hey, need a character quick? I got a way. Stick around. Yeah. Okay, um, I there have been moments in games, and I'm talking mainly class and level games, but you can apply it to any game, where you need a character quick. Maybe it's for an NPC. Maybe it's for a, char- for a player who just lost their character. Well, there's a lot of ways to do it. And it's, you know, I like I said, I, I, I'm an OSR guy, so... I tend to favor the games where it's quick character character creation, like five to ten minutes at tops. And there's all sorts of, well, it used to be anyway, all sorts of things out there that you can use for quick character generation. Not to mention grabbing some pre-gens from somewhere, because there, Lord knows there is. But if you want to, you know, you want to do it yourself or do you want the player to, to do it themselves... There are several ways to do it. You can find them online. You know, you can, you, you just you just gotta gotta look. Well, I found a resource here, for example, from Basic Fantasy. In fact, I may use this for all my class and level games just to get everybody up to speed. Boom, first level character. And they just they they give you the charts and they outline it on what you're supposed to do. Which is nice, and I read through it, and I'm going, yeah, okay, yeah, I get that. And they give you charts, and you can either roll or pick them. Here's how it works: one, roll one d twenty on chart A to select the ability scores. The GM should decide in advance whether to use the ability scores below or strictly given, you know, yada yada yada. Basically, you can you can roll for for ability scores or pick them. On a d20. Number two, um, roll on chart B for character background. Number three, pick your character's class or race and what you think the character became after his or her previous travails. Four, roll on chart C for starting equipment. Five, roll hit points. Six, choose spells, if any. Seven, play. Now, as far as background stuff goes, I think that would be more for... To me, I get more use out of it as GM. Uh, 
But, you know, if the players want to roll that stuff too, they've got charts for, for like birth order, parrot occupation, craft, government officials, merchants, clergy, guardians, significant events of childhood and adolescence, and, you know, et cetera, et cetera. It kind of reminds me of the old, uh, old uh, central casting books that Janelle Jacquet and others did, which is, by the way, at the time of this recording, she's doing a Kickstarter, I think, or maybe it's over, or maybe she, I don't remember. But anyway, you got all these charts, and what I would do, um, I would, I would, if I was a player, or even if I was prepping at home for my game, uh, what I would do is just like not do, uh, care, you know, step two and things like that, because that's the kind of thing you can, you can think of, you know, do later. Actually, you do it during the game, you know, while you're, while you're playing the game. It's one of those things where you're just, you know, okay, I'm not up right now. We're doing this. Let me go roll on these or pitch, pick some kind of background. In other words, it's background that's not necessary right then. You know, what I would do is, and on these ability scores, there's 20 there's twenty sets of ability scores here, and they range from big to small to all that kind of. Big to small, not at all. And uh, no, they, 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 it's, an, it's a nice range. It really is. Nothing outrageous. Uh, I still prefer 4d6, drop the lowest, but... You know, you can do it that way too. So you do you do the stats. And then when you do the stats, that kind of figures out what kind of character you want to play, really. If you got a high dex, be a thief. If you got a high strength, be a fighter, things like that. And then this is just just for the for the purpose of getting somebody going again. Let's take it from the player's perspective, getting them up and up and running again into the game. You know, as far as the GM goes, it's their problem to introduce them into the scenario. But don't take too long. But that that's another that's another topic for another day. But you can roll on all this stuff for 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 you know for later. For later, you know, occupation, things like that. Anyway, what I was gonna say was this is where the benchmark idea comes back in. Your your stats are usually three to eighteen, because you're rolling three d six usually. So that means there's about a fifteen point spread in there. And I would say the average stat would be I want to say a ten. Um, you know, if you're going to do strict fifteen, it'd be seven and a half, maybe eight. But I always like to break it at like the minimum stat where there's no, it's a zero, zero, um, you know, stat bonuses. You don't, you don't get pluses, but you don't get minuses too. So everybody starts at say a 10, say it's a 10. Okay. We'll make it 10. So it's 10. So what you can do is later on, you heard me talk about this before. You want to pick out stats that are, that are outstanding. Just pick like one or two stats. And ask the GM if you can do that. That's the kind of thing GM. That's what I do when I get it, do NPCs. 
you know, if I'm doing them on the fly, I want it, I want the average Joe, and then I'm going to vary vary from that. But that's all I have to do. Everything else is standardized. That's why I talk to the benchmarks. But anyway, it's it's just fascinating to this for this chart charts. You know, because you've got all, they gave you all sorts of things you can do for, but a lot, like I said, a lot of this is background stuff you can do later. And what you want to do is getting, get up and running. You know, I do that. I get the stats, decide what I want to play. You know, as far as racing class goes, say, and the GM will ask what level you're starting at. Okay, level one, fine. Um, I would, if I'm paying a magic user, I would select spells then. And that's the kind of thing you have to do. I mean, unless, d depending on how the system treats magic, you you should grab your spells plus hit points. Uh, go back to the equipment section, chart one, chart two, A and B, chart three, four, and five. Uh, first one, roll D6 on armor. 2A, melee weapon, roll. Uh, 2B, missile weapon, roll. Chart three, adventuring your standard adventuring gear, and they do have three bundles in there that you can that you can roll. Uh, a mount, maybe, and then the last chart is starting wealth. And you roll one D6. So it's, a, it's funny. It says chart five, roll one D6, but there's 10 slots. So it's gotta be a one D10. That was that looks like a typo. So you know, you do you do that. It's the same thing with the, the mount. I mean, roll 1d6, but it gives you nine, nine slots. Interesting. Same with this. I don't know how they're doing this. And I'm probably going to read through it. And it's like, you, you, you might get like pluses on things. But anyway, um, yeah, um, it's basically giving you plus one per extra level to each roll for characters starting at higher than first level up to a maximum of plus five. So yeah, they're giving you pluses. But anyway, what I'm saying is you roll that chart and you're pretty much done. You know, give them a name, send them out in the world. You know, give them other names, slap them on the butt and send them out. But that's that's the way I do it. I think I'm going to hang out of this document. Go, to, go over to the basicfantasy.org website. Even if you don't use it, it's great for stuff that you can add to your whatever game it is or things like that. I mean, they have pre they have third level pregens on there. I don't know what's third level, but you know, different races, all that kind of stuff, and things you don't think about, like how to hex crawl, things like that. Anyway, that's my recommendation. But that's the kind of thing you either gotta find or make up for people to get back in the game fast. Or if you need a quick NPC, it's like they get to the point, you need a quick NPC, guys, take 10, 10 minutes later, boom, you got an NPC. So you're going to, you know, do it that way. But anyway, that's my suggestion on how to get characters made up and into, into, the, into the fray already. I mean, it'd be really great if you could do that for the current edition. There's probably a way, and they probably have it out there somewhere. But anyway, okay, I got to go start my day. So if you guys want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrogmar at gmail.com or drop me a voicemail at Spotify for Podcasters. There you go. And if you want to help the show regularly, as little as 99 cents, you can. Uh, you can just uh, go here and, you know, sign up. Or if you want to do a single donation, 
that would be <laughs> my Kofi page, ko-fi.com slash oldmangrognard, or my PayPal tip drive, paypal.me slash oldmangrognard. Let me thank these people. They give to me monthly. Juan Carlos Llewellyn, Gilbert Saras, and Benjamin Brodell. Thank you very much. For other good podcasts, there's the Dan Gregg's The Jung, Y-U-N-G, Jung Grognard podcast, Kevin at the Red Caps podcast, Daniel Norton's Bandits Key podcast, Randy and Joe's Biggest Geekest podcast, Big John Allen Large's The Red Dice Diaries, and my friend Eric Tinkar's Tavern Chat. So, until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. You got questions? You got comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. Tune in next time when Radio Grognard King Size is on the air.